At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. The NFL salary cap through the roof, up to $255 million, roughly. And uh, that's a lot of money. The Panthers have to be careful with how they spend that money in a bunch of different ways. Can't afford many misses because you've already missed enough to to set yourself back. But also, I would say be careful with veterans specifically. Be careful with bringing in anyone whose window doesn't add up with the team's window, doesn't align with the team's timeline. Now, you may probably are not surprised to hear this, but – I do follow Panthers Twitter and Panthers blogs. And, heck, I might even listen to a Panthers podcast or two. Uh, like Panthers Playbook? Like Panthers Playbook. I know I listen to way more than oh. one or two of Panthers Playbook. Oh, okay. uh, but I like to – like. you may not know this, Dennis, but I, I tend to know your takes on the Panthers. <laughs> I hear them occasionally. But I, I also like to branch out and see what other people are saying, what other people are thinking about the Panthers. Sure. Uh, you know, so we don't get completely echo chambered in here where it's just, you know, mine, Dennis, and Chris Lee's thoughts and Adam Gold's. Um, I keep seeing Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs, and other 30-plus-year-old free agents and trade targets with Photoshopped Panthers jerseys on. And that's fine. Right. If you want the player, you can want the player. Uh, the Dolphins just released Xavier Howard. I assume because Xavier Howard is a cornerback and that's a position of need, and and he's been good for a while. That we're only matter of time. Someone right now is in in, a, in somewhere with locked in headphones on, photoshopping a Panthers jersey onto him. That's fine, right? If you want a player, if you're rooting for your team to sign a player, that's fine. Those names mentioned would be expensive, but they would also both help, right? They would also all help. Now, you'd be hard-pressed to find any kind of a good player of any level that wouldn't help the Panthers in some way. But the concern for me would be the windows alignment. Most 30-plus-year-old free agents, and especially most 30-plus-year-old trade targets, with big names, are in a very specific situation. A, they would help a bad team. Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs, Xavier Howard, um, Vitae, the offensive lineman, all of these guys would help the Panthers. The other specific part of it is they're going to be more expensive than younger guys. The younger options, the less proven options, are, are going to be cheaper. And then the other, the third point is the older guys usually don't want to rebuild. Winning six games next year for the Panthers, massive improvement, right? You win six games after winning two and being the worst team in the NFL, you're you're moving in the right direction. You're excited with the way the roster is going. Bryce Young has probably shown significantly more flashes. It's like, hey, this is awesome. You know who's really upset to win six games? 
somebody who thinks they only have another season or two of being an elite player and a big-time contributor. Mm -hmm. They're going, wait a second, I, like, I only got a few more runs at this. I want to go win it all. And that's where the concern is. Think of uh, Adam Thielen. Adam, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous now, but Adam Thielen said this late in the season. He said he came to Carolina to compete for a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's a surprise that his buddy Frank Reich was fired. Uh, it was obvious they weren't going to play for a Super Bowl, that his play significantly declined over the last third of the season. Right At one point, he was on pace for like 1,600 yards and 14 touchdowns. Did not get there. Right? He was on pace for like 130 catches. Finished with just over 100. Right, the, the pay significantly dropped off. That's what happens, right? But guess what? You don't want that to happen. You need somebody coming in that wants to be a part of the build. You need somebody coming in that looks at the Panthers and says, I want to be a building block. I want to be a franchise legend. I want to get on the ground floor, and I want to be here in 2027 when we are competing, right? Which is or 2028. That has to be the plan. Which is why when you hear me talk about receivers, I'm not talking about Mike Evans or Stephon Diggs. I'm talking about T. Higgins. I'm talking about Brandon Nayuk. I'm talking about Calvin Ridley. I'm talking about maybe even a Hollywood Brown. Gabe Davis out of Buffalo. He is a, an underrated producer. Like those are the guys I think you bring in. Someone who might realistically be here, be in Carolina for when they are competing. That or a really, really introspective vet. That's the, the special one, right? Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. And this, by the way, this might be Mike Evans. I don't know what Mike Evans, uh, you know, brain cells are telling him. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's how it works. Brain cells tell you things. Uh, but I don't know if it's telling him like, hey, you got one Super Bowl. That's plenty. Go somewhere where, you, where you'll be appreciated. Go somewhere, you know, still on the East Coast. Like you don't, you don't know where, what, what he's looking for. But if you do have a super introspective veteran, somebody that's like, no, you know what? I want to go impact a young team. I want to go help Bryce Young. And that way, when I retire, I'll have a connection to the league. I'll still be texting him like, hey, what the heck are you doing on that third down? That'll be, <laughs> that'll be my, my, my buddy, my protege. Because um, there is something cool about being a mentor, too. Right. Uh, just the other day, um, Dennis and I had a high schooler shadowing us. Yeah. And there is something cool about like, hey, what do you want to know? I've acquired all of this information. I would like to pass it along. Uh, I, you know, I say this about um, being a parent, right? Because you're only going to, I mean, unless you're Philip Rivers, you're only going to be a parent to, <laughs> to a, you know, a few kids, right? And right, it feels like. You know, and, and a bunch of people that that I know, a bunch of good friends, you know, they have two, three kids and they're done and they're feeling like they, they just got the hang of it. Right. Like they're good. Like nah, now I know, uh, you know, what to do in all of these situations. I was just figuring it out the first three. Um, and now that I now that I know I'm never going to have a kid again, I guess I just have to wait till I have grandkids and, and my kids are asking me for advice. And by then, everything we do is going to be against the rules. Right. Because every 
Every time you ask our parents, they're like, yeah, put them on their stomach to sleep. And it's like, actually, back to sleep. It's a thing. You got to have them on your back. They're like, no. Yeah, things change in the last 30 years. But uh, but my point is, like, you know, there might be the really introspective veteran that's out there like, I have all this information that I've gained through all these experiences. I want to go impart wisdom on a young team. That's fine. You can bring that veteran in, but you just better be super aware that that's what they're thinking. Don't bring it in hoping they're going to think that. Right? You'll get a whole bunch of Ryan Tannehill's up there going, not part of my job to mentor. I'm here to play football. And it's going like, well, actually, we're not even trying to win it this year. We're trying to win it three years from now. And we do need you to mentor. And that's how you can get a really upset veteran really quickly because they're going to be insulted. They're going to say, why would I be a mentor? I'm supposed to be a star. On and on and on and on. So before you get really excited, it's just a word of warning. Before you get really excited and put Stefan Diggs photoshopped in a Panthers uniform and, and print it out and stick it to your vision board and try to manifest it, just know that Stefan Diggs probably wants to go try to win a Super Bowl. And, and Stefan Diggs might get rightfully frustrated if it's week 10 and you're mathematically eliminated. Maybe not that early. Week 14, 15, and you're mathematically eliminated. Mm -hmm. Especially if he's not getting, you know, 15, 20 catches a game. <laughs> Which is only a little bit of an exaggeration. He probably wants 10. Hey, if, hey, if you're going to give him 15, 20, he'll probably take that. <laughs> but that's something that, again, for especially for Panthers fans, you have to be realistic with expectations mm -hmm. in terms of who you can actually get. Just because you have money to spend, yep. it's like, oh, well, you could just overpay for him. Well, that guy that you mentioned, like Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs, these other top flight guys, they're going to get money anywhere. They're going to get money anywhere. Anywhere they go. So, like, why why would you come to Carolina with a with a brand-new head coach, with a second-year quarterback who's still very much unproven, or if, I don't know, Kansas City needs a wide receiver and they call me, where would you rather go? I, I've also talked about this. Those guys, those names, mm -hmm. Xavier Howard, Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans, wherever they go, for better or worse, they're immediately leaders. Right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Every every player still on their rookie contract, like, played with them in Madden. And like, like yeah. grew up, like, Mike Evans with Johnny Manziel at Texas A&M. Like, that was when, when like, a 21-year-old was, like, nine years old. Mm -hmm. Like they're the, kids, the, yeah. They, they, as soon as they walk in, I used to talk about this with Adrian Peterson when he was doing the – uh, he he went to Detroit. He went to Washington. He had I think Seattle. Yeah, uh, he he popped around a bunch. Of he spots. bounced around a bunch, and I was going like the hard part is he's probably a good at that point in his career. Obviously, he was great at just about everything early in his career. At that point, in his career, he's probably a good short yardage back. But guess what? There's never going to be a practice where the running backs go do a drill and all the young guys don't wait for Adrian Peterson to go first. Like mm -hmm. it's just. It's it's Adrian Peter. It's AP. It's AD. It's all day. It's it's two thousand yards right after a torn ACL. Like it, it it's just certain guys are not going to be able to be like I'm a I'm a, I'm a glorified fullback basically. I'm just going to be take third string reps and you're going to call me on on third and one at the forty. Like he could have done that for another two or three years, but it was never going to happen because it's like you need the starter to own the room and and any room AP was in, he was going to own the room. The same is true for a lot of those. Like, Mike Evans doesn't get to the the uh, wide receiver room and go like, no, nah, it's cool, draw up a play for Jonathan Mingo, and everyone just goes, okay. And it's like, no, it's like they look at Mike Evans if it's okay. Right? Like, is, it, is it cool if I, if I take the number one option on this read? Cool, okay, all right, fine. It's like you can't have that when Thanks, you have Mike. a young team. <laughs> yeah, 
thanks, Mike, and also you, Coach. It's like, did you thank him first? You, 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 need to, you need to establish everything the right way. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Duke versus Wake Forest and Winston-Salem is one of the premier matchups in the ACC this season. Every single word that I just said matters in that sentence. Duke versus Wake Forest and Winston-Salem. You thought I was just saying Duke versus Wake Forest and then adding? No. Duke versus Wake Forest and Winston-Salem. Because... Wake Forest at home is not the same as just Wake Forest. Wake Forest at home is much better than Wake Forest. Two different teams. Two different teams. So, like, Duke versus Wake Forest and Winston-Salem, one of the premier matchups in the ACC, should be really fun. Two top dogs, two grizzlies on the side of a mountain fighting over a salmon. Duke versus Wake Forest in a neutral court. <laughs> not the same. Not the same. One grizzly and something like a koala bear. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a different beast, right? Sure, maybe they still have claws. They just more evolution, right? It's for climbing trees. Uh, the Wake Forest is really, really good at home. Duke has been playing really, really well as of late, and that goes for, for home and away. Actually, their, their two most recent games, Florida State and Miami, have both been on the road and for different reasons have been really impressive. So I'm looking at this game with, with eyes wide open. I'm looking at this game with, first of all, Wake Forest is, is going to need help getting into the NCAA tournament. They they, all the help they can get right now. And a win over a top 10 team would help a lot. Uh, Joe Lenardi, has, uh, who's ESPN bracketologist, has been, I don't know if it's intentionally toying with Wake Forest, <laughs> but it feels like what I would do if I had a buddy on Wake Forest and I just wanted to mess with them. He's been basically rotating them from the first team out of the, the NCAA tournament and the second team out of the NCAA tournament. They have a great win. He's like, perfect. You're number 69 out of 68. They have a bad loss. All right, you're number 70 out of 68. Like, it's just fluctuating between those two spots. I think even Lenardi, even with all of the, the troll nature, if you are first team or second team out of the tournament, like the first two cuts, if you go ahead and beat a top 10 team in the country, you have to get that boost. You have to get your way into the tournament or into the projections of the tournament as it, as it stands now. So that's a, a lot on the line for Wake Forest. 
Duke is simply tied with UNC atop the ACC and wants to take the lead or at least not relinquish the tie. So the only way to, to guarantee that is to win. The other thing that I think is interesting about these two teams, Wake has a bit more depth, but this is two of the best starting fives in the country. When you look at complete starting fives, okay, you know, you can judge them by their weak link. You can judge them by their bigs. They you judge them by their uh, perimeter. That, that Just straight up starting five versus starting five. If, if we're playing pickup, right, and you get your five and it's who's going to stay on the court, these, these two starting fives would have a long run uh, out there beating up on everybody. So I thought it would be fun to kind of go through the matchups. And I'm not saying these players will always be guarding each other, but I think it's more of a spiritual matchup, right? Like, I don't, I don't know if Hunter Salas and Jared McCain are going to guard each other, but I know that those two are the straw that stirs the drink on the perimeter, right? So we've seen Salas get in the anything-you-can-do-I-can-do-better scoring bouts. He got in one with DJ Horn of NC State not long ago. Both put up over 30. Jared McCain is growing into as a – you know, projected first-round pick as one of the, the best-scoring freshmen in the country, he's growing into the, oh, okay, yeah, we need somebody to go toe-to-toe with their best scorer. I got you. Had a 35-point night the other night. Kyle Filipowski versus Efton Reed. I don't know if Efton Reed will be guarded by Filipowski, but I'm I'm fairly confident he will guard Filipowski, and that is a matchup I'm here for. Those two were matched up in that first game mm-hmm. at Cameron Indoor, but let's just see if, if Efton Reed can actually stay on the floor this game. That's exactly why I was bringing it up. You 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 stole the words right out of Sorry my mouth. Sorry about that. No, it, 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 it's, it makes sense because of what happened last time where Efton Reed got in foul trouble and then seemed to forget he was in foul trouble and committed a couple more ticky-tack fouls uh, that were fouls. Like, I'm not blaming mm-hmm. the refs. They were fouls. It was just crazy that he committed them. Um, he picked up his fourth foul, like not even thirty seconds into the second half on of that game. Filipowski was trying to throw a skip pass, yeah, and for no reason he like jumped in the way and hit his arm. It didn't make any sense. Um, but if I'm Filipowski, I I can remember that right. So guess what I'm doing early? I'm taking the ball and I'm putting my shoulder into Efton Reed's chest and seeing if I can't get him, you know, two quick ones and see if he can't replay that entire situation. Right, get get Efton Reed and get Wake Forest going. Oh no, not again! Andrew Carr versus Mark Mitchell. This is a um, this is an interesting matchup, right? Uh, Mark Mitchell, I'd say, has all of the explosiveness advantages. Uh, Andrew Carr, maybe a little bit more of the experience advantages, but. I think it, the entire matchup could come down, like the entire game matchup could come down to those two, whoever has the best game. Because Carr has been struggling a bit in the games that they've they've struggled in, and and Mitchell, I mean the the numbers speak for themselves. When he has at least ten points, Duke is like twenty and two, and when he when he has less than their their win percentage is way less. So the, these two guys are kind of low key important. Jeremy Roach versus Hildreth. Two of my more steady like participants in this one. Obviously, Roach being the veteran. Hildreth, I think his defense is going to be the the key. He really stepped up against Pitt in a, in a must have it game for them, and 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 took some some defensive 
uh, kind of pressure and said, throw it on me, like chose and elected to have that. If he does it again, I actually think he might be running around chasing McCain. And then there's Caleb Foster and Boopy Miller. That's the starting five matchup. Caleb Foster, Boopy Miller are the wild cards. I think they could each have 20 or they could have five. With, with much of it depending on game flow. Off the bench, there's Monsanto, there's uh, Proctor, there, there's a few others. Uh, was it Fred, Friedrichsen um, for, for, for Wake? Wake's a bit deeper, but I wouldn't expect either of these teams to go to the bench just to go to the bench. All right, this is going to be a scratch-out, scratch claw-out game, and if, if they need to play their starters forever, they will play their starters forever. It's going to be For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.